Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. All right. It is a early Tuesday morning here for this week's episode of Something New Every Week. This week, I am here with Allison Carlino from Texas, I believe. Yeah, Texas, right? And uh, as in every episode, I screw up where everyone is from. Um, but Allison, I am really excited to, uh, to catch up with you today and uh, tell everyone about you a little bit more and uh, just uh, to have a great conversation this morning. So, so good morning and welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Looking forward to talking with you. Right on, right on. So I think is, is sugar, sugar, where are you in Texas? Sugarland? <laughs> Sugarland, yes. <laughs> that it. is um, 30 minutes southwest of Houston on a good day and a bad day in traffic. That's an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was so close to Houston. Well, I mean, nothing is close to anything in Texas, but <laughs> um, so we were just discussing before we got on the call, it is freezing cold here in St. Louis. And when it gets this cold, I always uh, keep saying to myself, like, I thought I was getting away from the cold when I moved here, but <laughs> apparently it it, uh, it still gets very close. Nine degrees this morning here, and uh, it's, you know, with the heat going, it's super dry. So right before, I was like, I got to unplug the humidifier, which is gurgling away in my office. So it's raining, but warmer, I'm, I'm assuming, where you are. Yes, we're in the 50s, and we have plenty of humidity that I could push your way if you'd like some. <laughs> No, that's the one thing I didn't know too. The humidity here in the summertime is not Houston and Sugarland humidity, but uh, I think it's pretty close. So um, <laughs> I, I would I would go for fifties in rain today, to be honest. But anyway, uh, sorry, we've now taken two and a half minutes on weather. Uh, but I think <laughs> as I get older, the weather seems to be more and more it's important. important. To me. It's, it's, yeah. Yes. So, um, Alice and I ran each, into each other at Imaging USA, and I want to touch. Ba I want to touch on that with you a little bit later. Um, it was great seeing you there, and and honestly, despite all the restrictions and everything, that show went off really, really well. And it, it was uh, it was still kind of rough with with all the restrictions and everything. But um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. This this is about you. So. Allison, you're, you've been a photographer. I'm on your website now. Uh, it says established 2003, but I think you've been shooting longer than that. I like to start all of these episodes with uh, just a little bit more of uh, the origin story. Tell us, tell us how you got into photography and, and kind of your career you know, to where you are right now. Sure. This is my 18th year. Wow. Yeah, 18. So... Um, I am a uh, degreed fourth grade elementary teacher, have my <laughs> master's in education and taught fourth grade for a while in Louisiana. And then my husband, uh, we're in the oil industry. So we moved over west to Houston and that was 18 years ago and had our first child. I stayed home from teaching and never went back to the classroom. Um, but once a teacher, always a teacher. Mm. And, um, 
you know, at that point, I didn't have any formal training, uh, picked up the camera, started photographing my boys, realized quickly how much training I needed and um, <laughs> aligned myself with every mentor, every workshop, every convention that I could get myself into. Um, and that's that was the beginning of the journey into the professional world. Wow. So I first, so I didn't know you were originally from Louisiana, so that's something new. And you moved to Texas about 20 years ago and you have two kids. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know you had two kids either. So that's a lot that I learned a lot about you just there. Uh, and interesting, a lot of, I, I have found in my travels over the years that there are lots of teachers, um, who get into photography. Sometimes it's like a summer hobby cause they're off in the summers or, um, just, you know, gravitate towards that, that creative field. Mm-hmm. So, um, you had your two kids, started taking pictures, and then decided to make a career out of it. And it's been off to the races ever since. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the most ironic thing is the first two years, I was terrified of flash off camera. <laughs> terrified. And yeah. now that's what I teach and what I specialize in, um, in being able to show people what it can do for your work. Yeah, and I uh, I also agree with that. Uh, you know that I've taught off camera lighting over the years, and I think it's such an I think it's the last, it's kind of the last cog in the wheel that photographers decide mm. to to learn more about. Often mm-hmm. they get into photography, they start taking pictures, they like it, they start learning more about their gear, and then. All of a sudden, they're like, "Okay, well, I guess I need to learn more about lighting because my pictures don't really yeah. aren't getting the the where they where they should be." Tell me, so uh, you know, on your website, it looks like you you specialize in a lot of different things. Where are you gravitating towards as far as you know what you're shooting these days and what your specialties are? I would say right now, high school seniors. Okay. That's that is uh, depending on uh, what season we are in here in Texas. That is that is my lane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during the summer, June, July, August, I'm not doing a lot of portrait outdoors just because of the heat. Yeah. Um, so those tend to be my uh, months where we regroup with marketing, um, with learning new skills, um, training staff, that kind of thing. Um, but otherwise during the seasons, you know, that's nine months out of the year that we really can shoot here. We're fortunate um, that we can, um, shoot all the way through December, January, February, and it not be an issue. Uh, seniors, weddings, portraits, um, and teaching. That's, that's my lane. Uh, lately, uh, the last five years or so high school sports, private club sports. Um, those, those tend to be my, uh, my introduction to the summer, uh, with bringing in the new senior class. We start with getting those summer athletes in and that turns into high school senior sessions, which turns into Christmas portrait sessions for families. Uh, so that's my cycle with seniors right now. Right on. Um, so I have a question on that and it's more self-serving than anything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, we haven't, we haven't, talk too much but I, I here in 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 st louis i've started doing a lot more shooting again and it started with you know photographing my kids sports teams and you know one of the coaches saying hey and it, a lot of it happened because of the pandemic and they just couldn't do anything and they were like jay i hear you're a photographer can you take some pictures of these kids so it just started with the one team 
And then I started asking lots of questions and all of a sudden, you know, this starting this, uh, this fall, I started doing all the senior banners for the high school, cool. uh, which is, it's a really big high school and, uh, lots of sports. So I kind of fell into that and the next step for me in this, this is my question is, um, I, I started shooting some seniors as well, but it's converting those senior banner kids into seniors has been a little bit of a challenge for me. So I'm curious what advice you could offer to me on that. This is exactly what I taught at imaging last week <laughs> on stage. <laughs> Precisely. So um, keeping them in the door, um, we start, we don't do a rep team anymore. It mm-hmm. hasn't worked for me in my area. Um, I put out an athlete call in the summer for 10 to 15 athletes from different schools. I do a custom session for 20 to 30 minutes with their gear. Um, and those kids get a discount on our 30, 60 or 90 minute collections to keep them coming back for the, for their senior portraits sometime during the year. Hmm. So that gets them in the door and nine out of 10 seniors will continue to book with me for their senior session because they're already hooked by that point. Um, that is, it's guaranteed sales. Yeah. So those kids right there produce um, the the turnaround with with their senior sessions. That, I mean, and that makes sense. Uh, I think my my bigger problem is is that re- I don't have a ton of reach in you know to the kids or the parents as is. So I've been really struggling with you know how do, how do I, I mean, so the, the varsity banners that I'm doing. Obviously, I'm reaching the, those families, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's the key audience, right? The, the fall sports. Now, I just did the winter banners, which wasn't as many. It's you know probably about 300 kids in total, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I've reached all of those people, but um, you know they're not necessarily following me on my Facebook page or and I, and and, to, and truth be told, I haven't really you know worked at it too much, but I'm struggling with. Do I just send them an email? Like, am I allowed to, like, what are my permissions there? I haven't asked for that. And I'm afraid to ask because I'm afraid the answer is going to be no. So I've just been kind of struggling in, 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 you know, what the next steps is. And I've been kind of, I'm working a a new full-time job that I started this summer. And um, so I'm not, I'm kind of easing into it because I don't, you know, want to do it. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, privacy is a big issue. You're yeah. not going to get a release of, uh, of information from the schools, so public or private schools for that matter. Um, we don't miss a chance to market to those kids. When we're on site doing the sports ahead of their season, um, I'm bringing my senior books, my senior products, yeah. and yeah. even my collections with okay. me and saying, here you go, here you go, here you go. It is priceless marketing that you cannot pay for yeah. to be in front of those kids. Yeah. So we do it at the point of shooting. And yeah, and, and that's that's where I've really failed. So like all of my work for this year is going to be about getting it right this fall because the fall sport seems to be the big one. It was huge and I was completely overwhelmed and I just wanted to go in and make sure that I did it right. So I hired, you know, a couple of other photographers and an assistant just making sure that I was staffed properly. Right. And, I, and I made cards to hand out to each one of the kids, but I found handing them the cards was a little awkward. Um I mean, some took it, some didn't, but I think I just need to be a little more aggressive with that next year or maybe not handing them four by six cards, maybe something a little bit smaller. Um, 
and then signage. Like I, I made one sign yes. and I hung it up, but I think the signage is the more important part. I need to put up a ton of signage, whether they like it or not. I, you know, and, and, and nobody's given me any, it, it, it's, it's, there's no privacy there where I'm, I'm advertising um, and nobody has any issue with that. I just need to be a little more prepared for that. Any other advice on, on on-site uh, products? I mean, we brought our brand new metal cover book from Miller's out there that was my, all filled with senior pictures. Uh-huh. It was incredible. It got so many oohs and ahs. And then they picked up the card sitting next to it. So, yeah, products. I think I think you know next year just needs to be a table with somebody sitting there answering questions. There aren't a lot of parents there. They were very, they were very. Um, they're trying to make their kids, you know, be responsible. So yeah, it was basically yeah. like the coaches are like, you need to be here at this time. And, and, and truth be told, it was the first time that our, the high school had done it where the athletic director had arranged it for all the sports. In years past, it was just, uh, it was just, um, uh, each, each coach kind of did their own thing. And the, and the senior, the, the yearbook photographers were also there, which made it super awkward. Um, totally <laughs> they were not happy about me being there in the first place yeah, yeah and but i they weren't doing what i was doing so i'm kind of working mm-hmm. into that but it's the the on on-site signage and 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 answering questions is is where so you've answered that question i appreciate it thank you yeah i got another tip there for you and yeah. there's something i think we're going to try for the fall with these gen z's you're going to have to meet them where they're finding you. So if they're finding you on social, you need to answer them wherever they found you. We were thinking about doing a QR code where they just scan that and it goes right to a web inquiry where mm-hmm. they can put in their email immediately saying, I want a senior session with you. Send me more information. But rather than a card they take home, do something digital this generation appreciates. This is definitely the like 2021 was the year of the QR code and it's here and I think it's it's here to stay. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, I, and I totally agree with that. So, so we're going to try that in August. Right on. Yeah. Okay. I might have to follow up with you with you on that. So yeah. um, and and are there any specific trends that you're seeing this year uh, as far as this is, seems to also be the year where composites just seem to be main mainstay now? Well, it is for sports. I'm 100% digital compositing against a white screen, for Ooh, sure. Okay. Um, I don't do any real-time team photos anymore. And honestly, that opened more doors during COVID than other photographers that were doing real-time photos because they couldn't get together in a group shot. So right. that got me in more doors that were not before accessible to me. So, And that's exactly um, how I got my foot in the door, too. And I'm terrible at composites. So I learned a lot last year. Yeah, I don't care for Photoshop either. I hire that out, <laughs> right? We should hire out our strengths. Yeah. I mean, our, our weaknesses there. So, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so tell me. Let's talk about IUSA. So it was the first time imaging. I think. It, I think it was the because it was virtual last year. So for mm-hmm. two years they hadn't had a show, and um, it was in DC this year, which was which was definitely a huge dis- departure and. I was super worried about it being there, um, but I was pleasantly surprised at the turnout. Um, that hotel was amazing. It was. It really yeah. was. I mean, I'll take that one over the Gaylord in Nashville any day of the week. Um, and uh, so what was what, what's your thoughts on, on the show? I felt so secure. I felt so safe. Um, it looked new. It looked modern. Um, it, it fit the... I think it blew everybody's expectations away and I'm glad they continued with the show. I'm sure it was extremely hard to pull it together 
even the last couple of weeks, what they were faced up against, and they still pulled it off. Um, I'm just, I'm proud to be a part of that organization. They really, really made the show happen. And, and I am continually impressed. I mean, as the WPPI director going to the show every year, I used to come home with a notebook of ideas and things that they do that uh, is, is really incredible. And, you know, there's, there's definitely been over the years kind of this ebb and flow as far yeah. as which show's cooler or which show gets more uh, attendees or this one has that going on. And it definitely, you know, over, you know, the 20 years that I've been going, um, there's been a, a swing back and forth, kind of a little bit of a pendulum, but uh, both shows and, you know, just being truthful are very supportive of each other and we would have a meeting every year and um but i would come home with 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 notes on things that they're doing well and i think the thing that ppa has done really well and not to blow them up at all but they've really just stayed the course and improved things that needed to be improved and i think everything from like the diversity panels that they do with uh sean sean um Sean Lee. Yes. Uh, and that has had some ups and downs as well. And uh, I attended that this year to um, just, uh, you know, all the meetings that they have for the chapters and uh, all the volunteers. The volunteers are amazing. Like, yeah. it, it, it really is. <laughs> I did a platform class. I think it's now going back close to 12 or 13 years. And the guy that I forget what they call, what are they called in, in the front of the room? The, the monitors, the, the people who take care of you, whatever. Yes. Yes. There was one, one, one guy who uh, was really, really helpful. And I've seen him every single year that I've gone since then. And he comes <laughs> up to me every single year. We're friends on Facebook. He's a super nice guy. And We've formed this bond and this relationship over the years, and it's really special, right? That's and wonderful. that's one great example of how PPA really connects. I know that's a, like a really simple story, but it is it is one connection. I would never have been friends. He's uh, you know a southern guy. I'm yeah. a New Yorker. Like we would never be friends under any normal circumstance. <laughs> and, and I don't mean anything by that. Just we just we, yeah. we would never connect with each other, right? Logistically, yeah. It's just it's just different different. And 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 I consider him a good friend, and he's been again very supportive. And I think that that's really amazing, and and that's what they've done. Um, any any other thing that you want to add? that they did absolutely yeah. what they did this year with networking avenue was mm. incredible that was something when i got off stage i immediately went over to this networking avenue and we sat down on the ground literally in a circle of 10 people that followed me over there and we just hashed it out mm. what do you need to know what do i need to review and people that came up and just asked questions they were just starting to listen in but it was one-on-one -on -one with the speakers to get deeper into what you need to know and Man, that, that should be done at every conference. So this, was that new this year? Yes. Networking okay, so Avenue was brand unpack new. Unpack that for me a little bit more. So you did your platform and then Networking mm -hmm. Avenue just happened to be after it or it's just an ongoing thing at the show? It just happened to be immediately after okay. mine. But okay. they asked all speakers to come that evening between six and eight to talk to the students. And it was just in a, in a ballroom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was that's just, cool. Yeah, that, and they and had live a, shooting it, bays. Yeah. You could watch people shoot. Or you could just have, sit down and have a talk, and that's what we did. 
So for two hours, the, the speakers voluntarily were able to show up and, and, and speak to everyone. And, yes. And that's such a great idea because, yes. <laughs> because for your 90 minute platform and, and not necessarily in some of the, the, listen, there were less people there. So there was definitely a lot more one on one available. Yes. Availability yes. to speakers, but you know, in some of the more popular uh, people, or just in general, the rooms can be very crowded, and you get mm-hmm. a few minutes afterwards to answer questions, yeah. and then they they shoo you out of the room because there's another platform going on, or um, they just need to close the room, and so you don't yeah. really have that 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 time. Um, and speakers have obligations, but to have that dedicated time where people can come back and meet you. That is just a fantastic idea. Really, really great idea. Kudos to them. Yeah. Yep. Kudos to them. I hope they do that every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and also they do a good job of their surveys and listening. And and um, it is amazing. I think that people think it's a huge staff of people and it's really not. It's 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 several people. And unfortunately, they did lose one one really, really wonderful person. And I need to get her on this podcast. Angela, yes, this you year. do. <laughs> Uh, Angela was yeah. like, uh, I was Angela at WPPI. And uh, <laughs> I mean, her role was a little bit different, but um, they're losing a very wonderful person. And uh, I haven't heard much about them. They've hired somebody else, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to try and get both of them on <laughs> the podcast. But um, yeah, I'd be happy to share that information with you if you need yeah. that contact. Yeah. And do you know how long Angela was with um PPA? It was a long oh time, my goodness. right? Goodness. It was a while. Yeah. I'm time. thinking close to a couple decades. Like wow. it was a while. That's impressive. Anyone so, in that role that could last more than five or six years yeah. <laughs> is doing something special. Yeah, she's yeah. she's moving on to to what she wants to do for this next chapter, and I couldn't be more happy for her. Yeah, and I want to hear about that. And I, you know, it sounds like she's being a little bit private about it, so we'll give her yeah. that privacy. I don't know what she's doing. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew because I wanted to find out no. after we got off of this. Uh, I'll have to reach out to her. I, I, somebody told me. I think it's still in the industry, but. Um, I, I don't know ex- exactly uh, what it is. So, so while we're on shows, let's talk about uh, uh, WPPI is coming up. Uh, are you planning on attending? I don't know if you're teaching there. Yes, absolutely. I'll be teaching on stage again, judging for a couple of days, right. and then doing the portfolio reviews on the trade show floor again. All right. on. And, and so tell me about what you're teaching about. I am teaching for one of the first times ever um, – volume sports. So high school sports and my digital compositing method. We're going to do a live athlete shoot. I have been trying to do sports and bring sports to WPPI for a long time. And now that it's 50% of my business, (laughs) it's time to bring it. Yes. And I know you did. You did when, when I was there as well. It's a viable way to make money still, yeah. and it's it, it opens doors that, like I said, priceless marketing that I couldn't get otherwise to seniors. I so uh, let's let's go back to that again. Uh, maybe a little bit self-serving as well, but uh, as somebody who's kind of started to work into it, I've really enjoyed it. And as someone who shot weddings for thirty years, uh, moving into that world, systems and processes not really my thing. Uh, and that's all volume sports is right. So it was a lot to learn. Yes. But agree or disagree that. In the last couple of years, there are so many more tools available to photographers to help with that that are not expensive. 
Agree. Okay. One hundred percent agree. Yeah. Yes. And Starting I, with services to retouch up, like they'll extract for you. We don't do that in house. We farm mm-hmm. that out. Um, down to buying templates, PSD files from people like Game Changers and um, Josh Hanna that mm-hmm. we don't have to design that. We just drop them in. So those services make this workflow on the back end seamless. I, I can't argue that. I mean, the, the, the PSD templates from Josh and Game Changers yeah. and Ben Shirk are yeah. some of the and easy, easy to manipulate. But also, also um, the ability to extract now whether or not you're doing it yourself or sending it out and and cost effective which was the really i think the the big thing too but also the um also the ability to uh uh host and and the services that are are available via photoday or some of the other Mm -hmm. companies out there like photoday made it so easy uh, yeah and i was really really on the fence with them um, but it was the AI face technology yes. that just yes. really set me over the edge where um, I was like, okay, this QR code thing, I'm not into it. Like <laughs> scanning and badges and, yeah. and all of this. Yeah. But the fact that I could upload a spreadsheet of their names, mm-hmm. take the photo mm-hmm. of them on site with my phone and then match them, it is seamless. Yep. It really yeah. incredible. That Capture app has streamlined what we do. And I am a big supporter of Photo Day. Yeah. Yeah, and and those guys have worked really hard, and I've known the owner for many, many, many years. Oh, cool! And uh, they, you, I don't, they, they kind of like fell into it. Like it was just like, oh, why don't we mm. use this technology over here? And then all of a sudden, they realized that it was the magic they've been looking for all these years, which is really, really neat. We were handwriting rosters before that. Oh, we couldn't gosh. hear names in the gym. We were getting things spelled wrong. And then we thought coaches wouldn't cough up a, a roster. We thought that'd be private information. But they don't have a problem giving me first name, last name, and team level. Right. That's all we need. Right. I don't have to have an email address. So. Yeah. And that and that's, you know, also I think it's the sharing of that technology and um, the fact that they seem to be okay with the AI technology now and just giving mm-hmm. the face. It's just, yeah. it's just, it is what it is today, right? Uh, in the world that we live in. And uh, um, so I think all of those things have finally come together. Um, so that, that class sounds exciting. What um, is it a platform class, master class? It is. Platform it's a class. platform. Yeah. Right okay. I'll da- I'm yep. sitting in the front row. <laughs> <sighs> I'm excited. I, I mean, it's, it's going to be so streamlined. It's, it's a workflow I teach at Texas School of Professional Photography, too. and We spend a whole day on yeah. volume sports because mm-hmm. it's that much stuff to teach from the business end to the shooting end to the posing end. So there is yeah. a lot to learn. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I had the advantage of, you know, being a wedding photographer for many, many years. So yeah. the lighting yeah. really wasn't an issue, but there was definitely tweaking of it. And especially if you start bringing in a second photographer or a third photographer to do it yeah. and, and, you know, making sure that those processes are in place. Yes. And I wish that I could have taken like a, you know, class on it. Uh, fortunately, I have lots of friends in the industry that I could just call like Matthew Kevin Mueller be yeah. like, yo, I need you to answer this question yeah. for me. And, and, and I think that, that definitely comes back to the community part where, you build this network of friends and you can count on each other. He calls me for advice on things as well and, and, and having that. So where else are you teaching anywhere else besides our PPI this year? 
Yes, um, Texas school, the last week of April. Yep, it'll be my fourth year to teach there. Um, I consider that an honor. There's some true legends that teach there that have been teaching there for 20-something years, and I just, I consider that an honor to be included in that school. I've I've never been to Texas school. I hear so many great things about it. One of these years, I'm going to come. And uh, what, what I do like about that show is, the fact that you stay with a teacher for the entire yeah. week. And that's really yeah. neat. I've only done that. There was a, there was a, there was a small, similar to Texas school. There was, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name. It was in Canada. Um, and I would go every year and teach. One year was lighting. One year was about uh, like fusion style stuff. Uh, and we would stay on campus in, in a small college, like a small community college on campus. We'd like stay in the dorm rooms and there was like, (laughs) there was like a campus bar that we would hang out in every night. It was so much fun. We would teach in like these lecture rooms that were really great with big screens. And it was really, really well set up. I'm totally blanking on the name of it now, but it was a really, really great group of people. Okay. Um, And I used to go every year. I was in Niagara. So it was just, just kind of over the border in New York. Nice. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun. So you're teaching at Texas school. What else? Uh, I have my own lighting and posing and night sky photography workshop here in Texas in mm-hmm. June. Okay. Um, that's a, a three-day one. Um, and then, let's see, um, there is a 100-member-plus Baton Rouge camera club that I'm going to back home in Louisiana in April to teach at. Um, wow. Let's Baton see. Baton Rouge, you and Rob Gurr from... Baton Rouge. Uh, in general, yes. <laughs> and um, I found out that uh, Rob is actually from, oh, well, at least went to high school in part of central Louisiana that I'm from. No so way, we have really? a really small connection, small world <laughs> connection there. So he's coming to the photography guild here in Houston uh, in February to teach. He, he moved here. You know, he lives here now. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's interesting yeah. watching him navigate Texas a little bit. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to get him. Yeah. Well, it's not out of the question. I really, we have family in Austin, and I really do love Austin. So if if we were to go, we'd probably move down there. I don't think I could take the Houston heat. However, I could. I re- I think I would enjoy the Chinese food in Houston. But you don't come to Houston for Chinese. <laughs> it's it's Tex Mex. Really, there's some really good Chinese places. There's okay. actually quite a quite a quite a burgeoning. I, I have like this 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 whole thing about Chinese food. There's no Chinese food here in St. Louis. New York obviously has great Chinese food, but Houston actually has a really burgeoning and like vivid uh, 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 China. And I, I got that through uh, Mike Fulton. Believe it or not, it's it's a foodie city. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're. At 30 minutes, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> we, could, we could definitely talk uh, some more. I'm going to get the links to your WPPI class, to your Texas school class, and, and anything else that you're teaching. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Um, and um, listen, guys, uh, take the opportunity to go see her uh, talk wherever you can and learn from her. Her reviews when I was the director at WPPI were always wonderful. And uh, she's dedicated a lot of time in, in teaching. So thank you for that and, and for, for, you know, being a great teacher in our community. It's part of what we should be doing in this, in this industry to bring each other up. Yeah, right on. Yep. All right. That's this week's episode of Something New Every Week. Uh, we will be back next week or 
I'm spending more time on making sure that we get great episodes versus just making sure that I got something every week. So this week will be great. And uh, thank you again for everyone for listening to this week's episode of Something New Every Week. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. We will see you back here next week.